January 29. January 29. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verses 13 through 30. Let Jesus bless your family. Children want to come to Jesus, but too often adults get in the way. The best parents make it easy for their children to come to Christ and to love Him and receive His blessing. Let Jesus have your all. The wealthy young man had much in his favor, but he thought too highly of himself and was not really honest before God. Money stood between him and salvation, and he would not repent and renounce his false God. You never lose when you give everything to Jesus. You know that? You never lose. He blesses you in this life and in the life to come. And now, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. January 29, Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 through 30. Some children were brought to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. The disciples told them not to bother him, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And he put his hands on their heads and blessed them before he left. Someone came to Jesus with this question Teacher, what good things must I do to have eternal life? Why ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, Only God is good. But to answer your question, you can receive eternal life if you keep the commandments. Which ones? the man asked. And Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not testify falsely, honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. I've obeyed all these commandments, the young man replied. What else must I do? Jesus told him, If you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went sadly away because he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it is very hard for a rich person to get into the kingdom of heaven. I say it again, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Then Peter said to him, We've given up everything to follow you. What will we get out of it? And Jesus replied, I assure you that when I, the Son of Man, sit upon my glorious throne in the kingdom, You who have been my followers will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or property for my sake, will receive a hundred times as much in return, and will have eternal life. But many who seem to be important now will be the least important then, and those who are considered least here. Will be the greatest then. What do you do when 
your mind is there, but your heart isn't. Like, what do you do when you know what sin is? You know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know what you need to be doing versus what you don't need to be doing. And your mind knows, but your heart isn't there yet. So you don't feel remorse over your sin, even though you know something is sin. Are you with me on this? What do you do when there's a gap between your head and your heart? Throughout the scriptures, there's this phrase, wait on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord isn't pleasant at all. In fact, in one of the most gut-wrenching Psalms in the Bible, Psalm 42, David is literally in a fight with himself. He screams, why are you so downcast, my soul? Put your hope in God. So his mind knows, don't make a God of that. Put your hope in God. Put your trust in God. Bow down before God. Serve God. Walk with God. Why are you downcast? Oh, my soul, why aren't you buying into this? So how do you wait on the Lord if this is you? You position yourself under the waterfall of grace and you wait while you walk in obedience. So one step at a time, one day at a time, asking for God to break your heart, asking for God to restore the joy of your salvation to you, asking God to make him your treasure, asking God, being honest about where you are, whether that be the desert or the low part or struggle, and you wait. Why? Because they who wait on the Lord, he will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and no longer be weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 10. Psalm 22 points to our Lord's grace in dying for us, and Psalm 23 explains His goodness in caring for us. This psalm, Psalm 24, reveals His glory in coming for us. There is glory in God's creation. These verses remind you of Psalms 8 and 19. The world today is in travail because of sin. But the Creator will one day set His creation free. There is glory in salvation. Psalm 15 is a parallel, and both passages emphasize the fact that nobody but the Lord Jesus Christ can meet God's qualifications to live in His holy place. We are all like Jacob, but He is the God of Jacob, and will forgive us and let us live with Him forever. Your shepherd is the King of Glory. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 10, a Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to Him. For He laid the earth's foundation on the seas, and built it on the ocean depths. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, and who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing 
and have right standing with God their Savior. They alone may enter God's presence and worship the God of Israel. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Proverbs 6, verses 1 through 5. My child, if you co-sign a loan for a friend or guarantee the debt of someone you hardly know, if you've trapped yourself by your agreement and are caught by what you said, quick, get out of it if you possibly can. You have placed yourself at your friend's mercy. Now swallow your pride. Go and beg to have your name erased. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. Save yourself like a deer escaping from a hunter, like a bird fleeing from a net.